This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, May 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. House Democrats aren't sold on USMCA yet. Futures regulator fighting EU plan. Insecticide ban clears New York and hunger highest in rural areas. Trump is yet to sell House Democrats on the USMCA. Prospects for congressional approval of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement remain up in the air despite Mexico's progress in enacting labor reforms demanded by Democrats. Leaders of the National Association of Wheat Growers met with aides to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi this week to push for approval of USMCA. But Pelosi's advisors told the farmers Democrats still have reservations about the labor, drug pricing, Section 232 tariffs, and environment and enforcement provisions in the agreement. That according to National Association of Wheat Growers CEO Chandler Gould speaking to AgriPulse. He called the meeting very constructive. He said, we understood their concerns and thanked her for working with the Democratic Caucus to educate members on the benefits of USMCA. EU move to regulate U.S. trading raises ire. The nation's top futures regulator says farmers and ranchers should be confident that the market is functioning fairly and properly. But Chris Giancarlo, whose term as chairman of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission is ending, says the agency is doing its best to keep up with the rapidly evolving marketplace. Farmers, quote, should have confidence in the markets, Giancarlo told the House Agriculture Subcommittee. He said they may not like the price signals coming from the markets. I understand that. But our markets are sound and operating effectively. Giancarlo said the CFTC is fighting a completely unprecedented plan by the European Union to claim regulatory authority over foreign clearinghouses, including entities in the United States. He said that Heath Tarbert, who has been nominated to secede him as chairman, would also fight the EU move. Concern about the plan is bipartisan. Subcommittee Chair David Scott of Georgia told Giancarlo he was deeply concerned about the EU move. Now keep in mind, Giancarlo, a Republican appointee, has won bipartisan praise during his tenure. Scott told him that lawmakers may seek his advice after he leaves the commission. New York votes to ban chlorpyrifos. New York's legislature has voted to ban chlorpyrifos by the end of 2021, a year earlier than a ban previously approved in Hawaii would go into effect. Similar legislation is making its way through the California Senate. The measure has passed two committees and now in a third. The insecticide linked to neurological damage in children is used on dozens of crops but is the subject of prohibition efforts in multiple states. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco recently ordered EPA to issue a final decision by mid-July on whether it can continue to be used nationally. Hunger more prevalent in rural areas, according to a report. Counties with the highest rates of food insecurity are more likely to be rural, says the latest Map the Meal Gap report from Feeding America, the national network of food banks. Rural counties make up 63% of all U.S. counties, but comprise 78% of counties with food insecurity rates in the top 10% nationwide. In addition, 84% of the counties in the U.S. with high child food insecurity rates are rural. 
The report draws on the Economic Research Service annual report on food insecurity, but then breaks the data down to the county level. This year's report uses data from 2017. Not having enough to eat doesn't mean federal assistance is available, according to the report. In many counties, there are still food insecure children whose households have incomes above 185% of poverty, which render them likely ineligible for any federal assistance targeted specifically to children, according to the report. USDA data underline dairy losses. Fresh data out of USDA illustrates why so many smaller dairy farms have either gone out of business or are teetering on the edge. Producers with 100 to 200 cows lost, on average, $7.18 for every 100 pounds of milk they produced last year. When all their production costs were factored in, including hired labor, taxes, and insurance, according to USDA's latest production cost estimates. For farms with more than 2,000 cows, the loss was just 59 cents per 100 pounds. In 2017, the small operations would have lost $3.95, while the largest farms would have actually made a profit of $1.81 per 100 pounds. Keep in mind, those large operators are also less sensitive to market signals, as the University of Missouri economist Scott Brown told the House Agriculture Subcommittee this week. As a result, U.S. milk production has expanded even when many producers have been losing money. The 2018 Farm Bill's Dairy Margin Coverage Program is targeting producers with fewer than 200 to 250 cows. Argentina's wheat exports to set new record. Argentine farmers are expanding acreage this year and now are forecast to harvest and export more than ever before. That according to a new analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. That could mean stiff competition for any U.S. exporters hoping to ship to South America. Brazil has promised to open up an annual 750,000 metric ton tariff rate quota for non-Mercusor countries. That would likely benefit mainly the U.S. and Canada, although that hasn't happened yet. Brazil is expected to import between 6 and 7 million metric tons of wheat in 2019-20, and the country is heavily reliant on exporters from neighboring Argentina. Brazil has intermittently lifted its tariff on U.S. wheat of the past, but usually when Argentina has not been able to supply the grain. But Argentina is now forecast to produce a record-breaking 20.4 million tons this year, an export record high 14.5 million tons for the 1920 marketing year. It's up from 13 million in 2018-19. The bulk of wheat exports depart Argentina between December and April, FAS said in the report, stressing that most of the shipments will be directed to Brazil. Here's today's He Said It. At least under my watch and under my pending successor, this will not happen. U.S. markets will stay under U.S. regulation. That CFTC chairman Chris Giancarlo on the EU plan to regulate foreign clearinghouses. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, May 2nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.